This is Retire South Shore Radio, a weekly program designed to educate you on all your retirement options and introduce you to Mark Roulette, founder of South Shore Retirement Services. For the latest on free seminars, to obtain a report or to set up a consultation, please visit RetireSouthShore.com. Retirement services and real-world retirement solutions. Looking at the whole picture to design a complete strategy, including retirement planning, Medicare decisions, and legal documents. Now, here's Mark Rowlett and your host, Jordan Rich. Hello again, dear friends. Welcome. Here we are, uh, post-blizzards, post-storms, in the midst of storms. It doesn't matter. We're here for you. I'm Jordan Rich, as always, joined by Mark Roulette, my good friend, founder and president of South Shore Retirement Services, located in Hingham, with clients now all over New England and beyond, and uh, a growing, growing team, uh, all-hands analysis team, which helps people really get their retirement plans in order and uh, make sure that you don't have to worry about money when you're in retirement. So, Mark, uh, welcome, first of all. How are you doing with all this snow we've been having? Uh, I, I reluctantly want to tell you a quick story. <laughs> okay. um, I realized that this job that I have, this career that I've chosen is really probably the only thing I'm any good at because um, my plow guy retired um, to plow the snow, so I bought a snowblower and day one of the big snowstorm uh, last week. Um, I did great. Snow blowed, everything was wonderful. Went out the next morning and the snowblower was very spluttery and wasn't really working very well. And I, and I went through draining it, filling it up with new gas, putting even better gas into it. I called the company that I bought it from, like a local hardware store. I said, there's something wrong with it. And the guy went through a couple of things. He goes, well, let me ask you a question. Did you turn the choke off when you turned it on? And I said, <laughs> uh, no. So yeah. um, apparently that's why it was happening. So it was uh, um, operator error nothing wrong with the snowblower, but uh, I realized that people should stick to what they're good at. And um, I will not, not make that mistake in the future, but apparently that's not. We, we learned by doing, I just have one question and we'll get right to the uh, topics at hand. What was your wife's reaction? Uh, the, the, the usual eye roll. You know, <laughs> 23 years, almost 20 yeah, years yeah. of marriage, you get the eye roll. So. Yeah, the eyes are, the muscles in the eyes are so trained at this point to uh, to do that. So yes, congratulations. I, I would be right there with you with snowblower technique. So uh, I understand where you're coming from. Well, today we're going to set people right with some great information. And we'll be talking about one important vehicle, a super important vehicle that uh, you and the All Hands Analysis team talk about a lot, and that is trusts. So let's dive right in and decide what to do and define what they are. For for most people who listen on a weekly basis, they know what our strategy and what our business is, is trying to help people make sure that they don't have to worry about running out of money in retirement. so building income strategies, having their money grow for them, building a tax strategy that helps them minimize any unnecessary taxes, uh, and so on and so forth. And I say in every webinar and seminar, you know, you can have all these things on point and everything can be super, but if you don't have the correct legal documents in place, everything can go out the window. And one of the documents that we put together, and I'll talk about our legal package that we offer to our clients uh, in a moment, but one of them's a trust. Um, and I thought, you know, I would talk from a layman's terms because I'm not an attorney, I can't give legal advice, right. but Bill Caldwell, who's our on-staff attorney, can. And I thought, why not you and I just chat about it as two you know, lay people, sure. um, and then we can have Bill come on in another show. But uh, you know, the, the power and benefit of trusts is, is it's pretty big from, from the perspective of most of our clients' um, retirement and estate planning strategies. So I thought we would chat about that. Well, later. one thing before you define what a trust actually is, people don't have to think, oh, I need to have millions. I need to be money bags. I need to be a, a rich corporate scion. Nothing like that. People have 
all means can create a trust. I think we should just say that at the outset. But define it in simple terms for those who have not explored it yet. What is it basically doing? Well, basically, what, what I'm talking about, we can talk about there's a couple of different types of trust. There's, there's revocable and irrevocable trust. Mm-hmm. But it's essentially, a trust at its essence is a vehicle that allows whatever assets you want to leave to whomever you want to leave them to, to pass directly to them, bypassing probate, and going directly without uh, the, the the worry of somebody coming in and what we would call contesting a will. Because if you leave money directly through your will, you can come in and contest it. You could contest my will, Jordan, if you wanted mm-hmm. to. You probably mm-hmm. wouldn't win, but you could. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just delays things and it slows things down. And probate costs money. So avoiding those costs and avoiding any of those mishaps is the power of a trust in its essence. Uh, and, and and then there's obviously a multitude of trusts that break down beyond that. And I just thought we would talk about it at a kind of a, a high level, have the, the advantages of having a revocable living trust. Well, let's start right there. Um, I, I have one and uh, many people I know in this age range have developed them. And I feel more comfortable about the future. I feel safe. And that's one of the highlights for me. But what are the overall advantages as you see them? Well, I mean, like I said a minute ago, huge advantages are money goes directly to the people that you want it to go to. Um, It avoids probate. It avoids the legal process. It avoids the cost associated with that. It avoids delays of having assets go from one person to to another person. And maybe the person who's going to inherit this money needs the money, quite honestly. Mm. But, But there's other advantages to it as well. So just picture this in your head. And, and this is very morbid or doom and gloom. But unfortunately, when you're doing some of this planning, you are doom and gloom. You have to kind of look at what the what if scenarios. So you and your wife are married. You have a wonderful retirement, a wonderful marriage. You ultimately go and pass away, right? Late in life, you pass away and your assets go into a trust. It, it's a revocable trust when you're alive. When you die, it becomes an irrevocable trust, which is what you want. So those assets are going to your children, right? And let's say you're leaving the money 50-50 to your two, your two children, a, a son and a daughter. And for whatever life circumstance, because it happens, let's say your daughter's going through a divorce at the same time she's inheriting the money. Well, to leave somebody outright a bunch of money during any sort of legal proceeding is probably not a good thing to do because you're exposing that money to a potential um, you know, lawsuit or a potential settlement with regards to a divorce. So having it in a trust allows that money to be protected allows that money to maybe sit inside the trust until all the legal proceedings have gone through and then release it out to the person. So if if those three benefits aren't benefit reason enough to have a trust, I, I really don't know what else would be. But Indeed. You're listening to Retire South Shore Radio. And uh, before we get back to uh, delineating what a trust can do and how important it is and how helpful it is, I want to give the phone number to set up a free no-obligation consultation on the phone. It's worked wonders for people. Some have become clients and some are just people off the street who have questions. And Mark and his crew of uh, fine folks are happy to answer your questions. To set up this no-obligation consultation, you can call to make an appointment. And the number is 781-836-4214, 781-836-4214. Always leave a message on the weekend. Somebody will get back to you first of the week. Or visit RetireSouthShore.com and you can easily schedule on the grid on that website. So, there are a lot of facets to a trust. One of them is having trustees, having people that you can sort of rely on. And it gives you a chance while you're healthy and hale to uh, to talk about important things and to put things into perspective, doesn't it? Mark? Yeah, I mean, you want to have people that you can can 
know will be a there at a time that you're going to need them. So ideally having somebody who maybe is a little bit younger than you. A lot of our clients have their adult children as trustees because their adult children are the trust beneficiary. So it just kind of falls in place that it makes sense. Um, and a lot of our clients, quite honestly, to kind of self-promote the, the South Shore retirement, come to us saying, I already have a trust. But then when you look at the trust, maybe some rule has changed, some law has changed, or a person who was in a, in a, in a capacity of a trustee is no longer in your life. Maybe they've passed away, or maybe they're just not part of your life anymore. So Bill Caldwell, who's our in-house attorney, um, will review all existing documents that somebody has at no cost to see if there's a reason to make a change. Because if there isn't, then there's no reason to make a change. But if somebody needs to have these things updated, we do an entire estate planning package for our clients for $499. That's every document you would need. Two wills, two powers of attorney, two healthcare proxies, and the revocable living trust that we're talking about now. So I think it's a huge benefit to folks if you already have an estate plan. If it's a few years old, why not have it reviewed? Why not have it looked at in conjunction with your overall retirement strategy because maybe it doesn't fit as well as it used to uh, mm. when you when you originally drafted it. I know um, in the case of uh, my family my my dad he's a great grandfather so that uh, entered into it and he wanted to adjust his trust to incorporate uh, you know the great grandchildren. I mean you never know what's going to happen in the family hopefully good things like that but yeah. uh, it's because it's revocable as opposed to irrevocable it's pliable it, you can make changes. Yeah, I mean, I think, again, I can't give legal advice, but 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 I know an awful lot about this, but that's why we have Bill who can give the actual mm -hmm. legal advice. Mm -hmm. um, the, the, sometimes people come into our office and they say, no, I have a trust that's going to protect all my assets from going to a nursing home. And you look at it and it's a revocable trust and revocable, just like you said, it's revocable. You can put things into it, you can take things out of it. So it's not really the appropriate trust for that. That's a different like Medicaid type trust, which we would address with clients as well. But a revocable trust just allows things to be streamlined, right? I mean, think about, like you mentioned, your father adding people like great-grandchildren. If you just have, for example, an IRA, which we'll talk about in a minute, but you have beneficiaries. And if those beneficiaries change, you have to go back to that investment company and change your beneficiaries. Whereas if you have a trust and you change the beneficiaries of the trust, it's if all of your accounts and all of the things that are going into the trust just say they're leaving to the trust, you only have to change one document as opposed to possibly 10. Yeah. Um, so so it, it, it makes life an awful lot simpler for folks. Yeah, and, and these are uh, vehicles that are accessible. Some people, uh, you know, pay their bills, uh, let the trust pay their weekly and monthly bills. Uh, there are, in other words, all kinds of opportunities yeah. to use this to your benefit is what I'm saying. No, you, I mean, you raise a really good point. And that was something I was going to talk about was, you know, people think, Firstly, there's two things. You can put your assets into a trust, and I want to talk about what assets can go into the trust, what assets maybe shouldn't go into a trust. Uh, but you can also direct your assets upon your death to go into the trust, which even further simplifies things. So you don't have to go and change the titling of certain things and maybe get a different checkbook or you're getting your real estate tax bill to the trust as opposed, as opposed to yourself. Um, but there's a lot of flexibility in it. One of the problems that we see, and it, and, it, and it, it's unfortunate when people have this happen. They get a bunch of legal documents drafted. They have a like a fully solid estate plan that they've drafted with another firm or another attorney. They come into the office like it got everything squared away, but they have not directed any of their assets to the trust or put any of their assets into the trust. So all they really have is a really expensive pile of paper that is not going to do anything. So you have to not only have the correct estate plan drafted, you have to have the follow through of directing your assets in through that estate plan 
when you actually need that to happen and mm. finding out that it's too late is really finding out that it's too late because at that point somebody has already passed away. Which is the uh, age-old suggestion, I don't call it a warning, that you do your planning early, you do your strategizing when you can, when you're certainly healthy and aware and you have all of your uh, assets available to you. you it, there's no better time than right now is what you're saying to do it. Yeah, I, like I said at the beginning, um, when I started in my career, I realized that obviously you can't be everything to everybody, but if you surround yourself with a great team that does each of their individual tasks and specialties for each and every client here in the office, not only can the client get everything accomplished under one roof, they're getting everything accomplished. So obviously uh, that the all hands analysis encompassing making sure that nobody has to worry about running out of money in retirement, making sure that their money is growing in a, in, in a way that's appropriate for their objectives, making sure that their tax strategy is on point, health insurance is squared away, Medicare, Medicare supplements and whatnot, and then the, the estate plan. And that's why you know we started offering it many, many years ago before. I've worked with Bill Caldwell for, gosh, probably 13 or so years at this stage. But before that, I would say to clients in a quarterly meeting, because we'd meet them all the time, hey, listen, can you get X, Y, and Z done because you need to get this drafted? Yes, absolutely, Mark, I'll do it. Then I'd meet them three months later. Hmm. Oh, I have to get to that, I have to get to that. So by being able to offer it in-house, um, I know it gets done. By being able to offer it at what we feel is a substantial discount, $499 for something that's probably several thousands of dollars, it, it encourages people to get it done because that's obviously a reluctance too. People don't necessarily want to spend that much money on something like that. We have a lot more to go in this program today. We're talking about trusts and the benefits of uh, in developing them and developing them with careful planning. We're doing so with Mark Roulette. And again, if you'd like to set up a free no-obligation consultation, go to retiresouthshore.com, read all about it, and there's an easy calendar grid you can make your appointment. We'll be back I need right $85,000 a year in retirement. So how much do I need to save? The all-hands analysis team at South Shore Retirement Services in Hingham gets this question quite often. The numbers are different, but the concern is the same. Will I have to worry about money in retirement? The answer is simple. It's different for everyone. And the folks at South Shore Retirement Services know that and can help you. Their all-hands analysis team will break down everything you need to know so that you can enjoy a stress-free retirement with all of your needs taken care of under one roof. From retirement income planning, investments and wealth protection, tax planning, health care and long-term care, legacy and estate planning, and more. The all-hands analysis team at South Shore Retirement Services takes the worry off your shoulders making sure that you and your family have a solid retirement plan in place. Schedule your free 15-minute strategy call today. It's so easy. Just visit RetireSouthShore.com. That's RetireSouthShore.com. Hey, Jordan Rich here to tell you about upcoming seminars. They're entertaining and informative, a great way to learn and get information that can really benefit you. There are two coming up, February 8th, Tuesday, and February 10th, Thursday, both of them starting at 6 p.m., and both featuring a discussion of taxes in retirement each happening at the beautiful Mirbeau Inn and Spa in Plymouth. Once again, February 8th and February 10th, two upcoming seminars. We suggest you register in advance. Visit RetireSouthShore.com. That's RetireSouthShore.com. And thanks. Welcome back. This is Retire South Shore Radio, and South Shore Radio is a product of South Shore Retirement Services, and they have an office and headquarters in Hingham, Massachusetts. But these days, you can be anywhere. Mark is a New Englander, of course, but... 
He's got uh, clients because they're smart. They go to Florida and Arizona and California. <laughs> clients yeah. are all over the country. The smart ones have uh, flown the coop, but they'll be back. Anyway, Mark, we're talking about trusts, and it's, it's very helpful information. What are the assets that uh, best work in trusts, and what assets should people be thinking maybe not a good idea to put in a trust? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> there's a multitude of things you can put into a trust or direct to a trust, but putting assets into a trust really simplifies things for people because they don't have to think about it after the fact. People don't have to run around after the fact, meaning after somebody passes away. So real estate is obviously, you know, uh, for most people, their largest asset. Um, so to have your largest asset either already in some sort of uh, a vehicle or directed to, through that vehicle after you pass away, helps streamline that asset going to the people you want it to go to, helps streamline that asset from the legal process of costing a probate, uh, meaning that there'll be some cost associated with going through probate. And it, it's avoidable if you use the proper the proper trusts and have it have it um, directed through there or, or already in there, quite honestly. Um, other financial accounts like bonds and stock certificates, uh, shareholder stock from a closely held corporation, non-retirement brokerage accounts, mutual funds, money market accounts, annuities, CDs, safe deposit boxes, all of these financial instruments and different types of vehicles can be put inside of a trust um, to maybe further streamline it. It doesn't restrict the owner at all because it's a revocable trust. You can put money in, you can take money out, you can use it whenever you want, but it allows things, again, to flow more smoothly once somebody passes away. And I've seen a mixed bag, quite honestly, over the years. Some people will, unfortunately, when they pass away, but they have their all of their ducks in a row and everything goes really smoothly and everyone gets what they were meant to get. And there's no confusion. There's no arguments because it's it's laid out in the letter of the of the trust to the other side of things for people who, you know, they, they're months and months trying to figure out where accounts are trying to go through the process of running it through probate and then COVID hits and it makes it even more complicated when that happens. So um, th there's a huge benefit to at least having the things flow through there. But there are a few assets that are probably not the best assets, one in particular being retirement accounts, IRAs and 401ks. Um, not to say that you cannot set up a 401k or an IRA beneficiary. Generally, we use contingent secondary beneficiaries to be the trust. Um, but you hear a lot on the uh, advertiser, at least I see a lot advertised, let us show you how to protect your life savings from a nursing home. They're talking about irrevocable trusts. But the reality is you cannot put an IRA or a 401k into an irrevocable trust because then it's no longer an IRA or a 401k because if you're changing the ownership of that asset to the trust, which is for an irrevocable trust, what you'd have to do, well, Uncle Sam wants its share, right? They want the taxes. So most people wouldn't want to pay all the taxes mm. on that asset. But you could have a trust that has a pass-through provision on it that you could leave the beneficiaries of a revocable trust, which becomes irrevocable upon your death, the beneficiaries get the IRA, it goes into the trust, and then immediately goes out to them. No negative implications there. If they're going through some legal proceeding, maybe there's an advantage to leaving the money in the trust because, yes, some of the income on that trust could be taxed at the highest tax bracket because that's a disadvantage of trusts. But better to have some of the money taxed at a higher tax bracket than potentially losing 50% of all of the money to a divorce. So it's really important that you know what you can put in and what you shouldn't put in. And that's a lot of what we would help clients right. and guide them through. And, and Mark, besides the financial instruments, what about uh, sentimental goods valued by the family, jewelry or artwork or uh, material like that? Is, is that something that people are doing as well? So it's a really good question. Um, 
depends. It depends on what it is. I mean, it's it's almost impossible to completely avoid having some assets in your name probated because some assets just are not suitable to go into a trust, like a car or uh, some jewelry. But depending on the value of them, I suppose you could you could direct some artwork through something like that. But for the most part, um, you're really looking at financial instruments, real estate, life insurance policies, things that are not maybe uh, so much sentimental value. But I will tell you that the way that Bill will draft a will for our clients, it'll allow them to put a letter of their expressions as to what who they want to see getting those particular things in the will. So they can A, change it if they want to without having to go back and pay an attorney again, but B, have that list of, all right, I wanted these people to get X. Quite honestly, most people, as they get later in life, things like jewelry, things like artwork, things like the classic car, they gift away during their lifetime. They give them to someone. Hey, you've you've seen that before. Grandmother will grab, you know, your your wife and say, hey, "I want you to have this brooch or I want you to have this ring." Uh, that's a kind of a normal course of things. So the trusts are more appropriate, really, for things like uh, financial instruments, uh, real estate, and life insurance, and then things that wouldn't go in, like you said, you know. We talked about retirement accounts, health savings accounts probably shouldn't go in there. Active financial accounts, actively managed accounts probably shouldn't go in there. And most vehicles probably shouldn't go in to, to, uh, to a, a trust. We're definitely going to have Bill come back. He's always a pleasure to be here. Yes. And with, with Bill, we can ask specific questions about the legality of the things and how things move. But I, I had a, a couple of quick questions. With so many snowbirds, we mentioned them earlier, living part-time in, say, Florida or Arizona and having residents here in Massachusetts. Uh, that's something else you and your team will take a look at, make sure that uh, where you live matters, because trusts oh, without a doubt. do yeah, change from that, state to matter. state. Yeah, yeah. where you've drafted the trust is governed by the state that you drafted it in, but if there's different rules depending on where you're ultimately living, and we have clients in Florida, Arizona, California, Nevada, um, pretty much everywhere, uh, all the Carolinas or both of the Carolinas and so on. And there's different rules that are applicable to them. So we want to make sure we're on top of those. We also want to make sure that if and when somebody passes away, that our team is there to help the beneficiaries go through whatever legal process they have to go through. And if right. we have to hire a, or they have to hire, we can help them get a local attorney because some states have that rule as well, that you have to have a local attorney. So we want to make sure that A, the, the wording and, and the terminology is, is appropriate for the state they live in and B, that they don't feel like they just got, a, 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 you know, an estate plan and now they're on their own. Now they have to go figure and navigate it out themselves. The, the, the all hands analysis reaches beyond the setting up the money side of things. It's to help somebody basically transition into retirement and go into as close to autopilot as possible so they can just enjoy themselves. And by the way, if you do have a specific question, as you're listening to this program, listening to Retire South Shore Radio, uh, Mark and the All Hands Analysis crew, they offer a 15-minute, maybe sometimes 20, 15 to 20-minute no-obligation strategy call. It's a phone call. You can be at home. You can be relaxed uh, on the easy chair making this phone call. And we ask that you set it up in advance by appointment so that everybody knows it's going to happen. You can call this number to set things up, 781-836-4214. That's the main office number. It will be answered uh, first thing Monday morning, and you'll get a call back early in the week. Or you can go to RetireSouthShore.com. It's a terrific opportunity to get a specific question that's been nagging you answered quickly. Here's a question that comes up. People say, oh, I, I should probably do this, but how long a process? Is it going to take years to to get everything settled? Is it going to, how long will it be before I have the trust? What do I do 
between now and then? And I no, think it, I know the answer it's to such, that. It, from, our, from our office's perspective, it's such a simple process. Like we meet with a client, try to figure out what their needs, what they're trying to do. Then Bill will formulate what they should be doing, whether it's a simple estate plan or whether there's something in addition that to the, to the basic documents that they would need and explaining why they would need that. The usual process is four to five weeks to get a draft, but that can be accelerated at no additional cost. We really just do it as a courtesy. I say to clients, hey, are you going to get on a plane? Are you going to go anywhere that we want to get this wrapped up before you go? Are you having surgery or anything like that? And we'll fast track it. Then they'll get a copy of the draft, look it over, make sure that names and, and addresses are correct. They'll give us the go ahead to get the final documents. They'll come into the office, meet with the attorney. Uh, it'll be witnessed here in the office. The attorney will notarize everything, and then they leave that day with their final estate plan. Um, so it's really, really a simple process, and it's really something that if you don't have it, get it done. We would love to help you. Um, right. Like I said, we heavily discount it for our clients, um, and it goes in you know, conjunction with everything else that, that a person needs to do as they're transitioning into that stage of their lives. Nobody should be worrying about really anything when they go into retirement because you know, we've all worked. We've all raised kids. Well, most of us raised kids. Um, there's enough stress in life at the beginning of life. When you get into the into the, the the chapters of life where you're meant to be able to sit on the beach and every day is a Saturday, to put that out of your mind about worrying about what's going to happen if, um, it just puts you in a better position. And on the other side, being a trustee, being someone who's assigned to, and it's not a heavy load by any means, but when you're assigned to, to be a trustee, in my opinion, there's a lot of pride in being asked to oversee, to be part of the process for the family and the team. And uh, I'm going to sound a little corny here, but there's something nice about securing the family, in a sense, legacy. And when you see the name... The, in my case, the rich family trust, let's say, it's, it's, which is not, I'm not loaded. It's rich, Jordan Rich. The rich family trust. There's a certain amount of uh, pride and also a certain amount of satisfaction that you're protecting your family's assets. That's what and, I want And to quite say. honestly, Jordan, there's a certain amount of relief for uh, adult children knowing that their parents have, you know, the proper documents in yep. place. A trust is obviously a critical one for passing assets. But the power of attorney and the healthcare proxy, which comes in that 499 package, those are critically important too. I mean, I think I spoke about it a week or so ago. I'm going through that with my own family. Obviously, they live in Ireland, so the rules are different, but we're using a family attorney there. So if God forbid something happens to my dad, um, you know, because everyone's focusing, I think I've said it a couple of times before, my mom has dementia and she's still home Mm -hmm. and everyone's focusing on mom and what's what's going to happen if mom does this if that mom does that and i said listen what happens if something happens to dad dad goes down and mom's still around and karen my sister can't even pay a bill can't even get into a bank i said we need to get a power of attorney we need to make sure that everything flows correctly and um by kind of taking the reins on that a little bit without stepping on anyone's toes I can see the relief in my sister knowing that, oh my gosh, like if God forbid, nobody wants it to happen, but if it does, it's not going to create even more of a problem than, than, than you know, not having the ability to help right. with those simple things. Well, we wish your folks and your family well in Ireland and everyone's it. family. It's interesting, uh, you know, we, we're educating people with a show like this, but I think what you're also doing is uh, alleviating the worry because when the unknown strikes you or the unknown opportunity comes along, you get a little frightful, you get a little fearful. You've done a great job in allaying those fears. I appreciate that. And it was that way for me when it was time for us to do this with my family. So uh, that's a big part of all this, isn't it, Mark? Absolutely. I mean, 
these these things hopefully you know the majority of the things that you're trying to help and protect your family against don't happen but if they happen you want to be prepared and it's very simple to prepare it's not a morbid conversation it's just like anything else i mean you want to make sure that if the unforeseen becomes the actual reality that there's somebody there that can step in and help you and mm. then when you ultimately pass away that the people that you love and the people that you wanted to leave your assets to are in fact the people who are getting them and it's not they're getting them with a little snip off the top for some sort of unnecessary costing. So having all your legal documents in place is, is we think, just as important as having all your finances uh, squared away going into yeah, retirement. Great message. Final point, just uh, use the choke on the uh, snowblower next time. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I'm embarrassed <laughs> that I even tell the story, but I feel like I should well, be just honest on the you, phone. You, you, it's, or on the radio, it's not uh, It's not my forte doing that. Lauren you'll you'll probably have more, more chance to practice. So. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, probably, but at least I know how to run it now. So. Mark, we're going to wrap things up. Take care of yourself. All right, you too, sir. This radio show may contain concepts that have legal accounting and tax implications. It is not intended to provide legal accounting, tax, or investment advice. By contacting our company, you may be offered information regarding insurance and fixed annuity products. Annuity guarantees rely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurer. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. You've been listening to Retire South Shore Radio, a presentation of South Shore Retirement Services. For the latest on free seminars, to obtain a report or to set up a consultation, please visit RetireSouthShore.com. Stay tuned for more real-world retirement solutions. RetireSouthShore.com.